and welcome to an extra jolly edition of the Earth Rangers podcast. Hey, Earth Rangers. It's me, your old pal, Earth Ranger Emma. Guess what? Today, I'm in the mood for some year-end rest and relaxation. I'm sitting here with my mug of hot chocolate next to a roaring fire. Don't worry. It's a high-efficiency stove, and I'm using fuel pellets made from compressed sheep manure. It smells almost normal. Anyways. I love the holidays. The friends, the family, the food. It's all so magical and wonderful. Hmm. Speaking of magic, have I ever told you the story of Arctic explorer Edmund and his supposed connection to a super-famous reindeer? No? Well, today's your lucky day. Sit back, grab yourself a mug of whatever you like best, and get ready to hear about a wonderful holiday adventure. Edmund was a researcher I met years ago, on one of my first northern expeditions when I was up north to help study the Arctic hare. I became aware of this one grumpy old researcher that was hanging around the camp, called Edmund. I took interest right away because he said to me that he was one of the most experienced bush pilots in the Arctic, which is how we started to chat and get to know each other. Edmund had worked in the Arctic for decades, and he would stay up all year round when pretty much no other researchers were venturing that far north. He loved it up there. The people, the environment, the animals, they all brought him so much joy. Basically, the only time of year he came back to civilization was to visit his mother in Cambridge Bay every December 25th. The legend around the camp was that one year, many, many, many years before I ever arrived, Edmund was planning to head out on December 23rd. He had his plane packed up, he was ready to fly, except Mother Nature wasn't on his side. Oh, he got the plane in the air okay. But as he flew, the clouds grew thicker and thicker, and the wind started to buffet his plane from side to side. It was a wild ride up there. A wild and terrifying ride. Edmund was an experienced pilot, but he knew he had no choice. He had to land. The snow was flying fast and furious, and he could barely see, but somehow he managed to bring the plane down. Now, you may not know this, But if you're in a ski plane out on the windy plains of the Arctic, it's very important to tie the plane down to make sure to keep it safely secure during a storm. Being an experienced pilot, Edmund knew exactly what to do. Without losing time, he jumped out, grabbed some snow anchors, and hammered them into the ice's surface. He secured the plane by the wings and the tail rudder. By the time he was done, the storm had gotten so bad that Edmund could no longer see his hand in front of his eyes. And although he was only a few steps away from his plane, he couldn't see that either. Now, here is where he made his first big mistake. Holding his hands out in front of him, he took a few steps forward to where he thought the plane was, only to find nothing. Then came his second mistake. He thought, the plane must be to my left, because the last thing I tied down was the starboard wing, so he turned right and took a few more steps. Again, there was nothing there, and the storm had turned into a full-fledged blizzard by now. Not being able to see, he started to feel the snow behind him in order to retrace his own footsteps. But the blowing wind had smoothed out his trail in a matter of seconds. 
Edmund knew that the worst thing he could do was panic. Through his work in the Arctic, he'd learned a lot of survival skills. That said, it's one thing to know what to do when you're not in a life or death situation, and entirely another thing when you are. Edmund sat down for a minute, even though he knew it wasn't a great idea. He was just so cold, so incredibly exhausted. So he plopped down next to a snowdrift and shut his eyes. The next thing he knew, something was pushing his arm. Something was breathing in his face. Something was making low, grunting noises, almost like a pig. Edmund opened his eyes and was face to face with a small brown reindeer. Edmund could hardly move. He was so tired, so cold, and this is where he almost made his third mistake. He tried to scare the reindeer away. Bah, he said. Hey! But the reindeer wouldn't leave him alone. It pushed and prodded and snuffled until finally Edmund stood up. He was surprised to find that the snow had nearly stopped, but not before burying everything in a thick layer of white. Edmund wasn't sure how he was going to find his plane. It could be buried in a snowdrift for all he knew. Everything around him was blinding white. The reindeer, though, he seemed to have something else on his mind. He started to push Edmund, as if to say, go that way. And Edmund, well, he didn't have the strength to resist. So he just walked along with the reindeer prodding him as they went. Edmund kept looking at the reindeer. There was something different about it, something almost magical. At one point, when the reindeer looked at him, he could almost swear it winked. Edmund thought to himself, well, the cold must be making me go mad. But as the reindeer took a few steps further, he kept following along. After walking for quite some time, the reindeer stopped. And just ahead, Edmund could see his plane. It was a miracle. When he turned to thank the reindeer who had led him to safety, he was shocked. He was gone. And when he looked around, he could only see one set of footprints. His own. Well, Edmund flew safely home that day. He arrived just in time for dinner, and his mother was overjoyed to see him. It truly was a very, very merry, magical Christmas. was quite the legend because of his vast experience and knowledge of the land. But he did seem a little gruff and kept to himself. Sometimes, when some of the younger researchers would laughingly ask him if he was going to go out and try and find his magical reindeer again, he'd just shake his head and mumble under his breath. But then, a few weeks later, I noticed something weird when I hitched a flight home in his plane when my research had come to an end. I climbed into the co-pilot seat and noticed a bunch of maps across the cockpit, all with detailed notes and circles drawn onto them. It kind of looked like Edmund had been systematically searching the area for years. I scooped up the maps to stow them away, and when I opened the glove compartment, I found a fresh bunch of big, juicy carrots stowed away in there. I couldn't resist, and I asked, Hey Edmund, what exactly are these for? Good luck? And he said, 
Well, you never know who you're going to meet out there, Emma. You never know. Earth Rangers, I am so glad I got the chance to share Edmund's story with you. May your celebrations be filled with joy and surrounded by loved ones. Until next time, Earth Rangers, keep on ranging. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago, and it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.